Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest edition of Coffee with Yeah, a podcast where we speak about life's most important questions. My name is Velimir Miloshev. I will be your host today. And joining me is Alexandra Mirimanov. Uh, Alexandra has finished uh, the Academy of Arts in Novi Sad. Uh, she's finished three years of integrative art psychotherapy alternative educational program by the Center of Women's Studies in Belgrade and is active in the area of children's rights. Last but not least, uh, she is the project coordinator for ReWomen, a project which we will be talking about today. Alexander, welcome. Thank you for inviting me. <clears throat> it is a pleasure to see you again and to speak about ReWomen project. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Um, so a few weeks ago, uh, we had the grand opening ceremony of the European Capital of Culture in Novi Sad, the hometown uh, where I'm from and you live. Um, and um, so this is like a year-long celebration of art. Uh, this is a title given throughout Europe to cities. I think uh, for 2022, uh, two other cities have received this title, I think in Luxembourg and Lithuania. And um, this grand opening, which happened on the 13th of January, which in Serbia is um, celebrated as the Serbian New Year, actually New Year according to the Julian calendar. And um, for me, uh, it was like quite spectacular and weird. Um, at the entrance, where a lot of people gathered, uh, for example, we received two shots of rakia an alcoholic drink. This doesn't happen usually. Um, and Right. And there was this whole um, grand, um, you know, um, play uh, directed by, you know, a prestigious director and so on. And it was quite a, a cool feeling to have this happen in Novi Sad. Um, how, how does it make you feel? And uh, what do you think this means for Novi Sad? Well, if we are speaking about uh, European capital culture and this program that um, we will have for this year, I feel hope. I feel hope that some uh, common values that we share with Europe will be recognized more. Mm. Um, actually, the purpose of choosing the European capital of culture once a year is actually not just in connecting people in Europe, but in raising awareness on common history and common values. And today is actually the International um, Holocaust Remembrance Day, when we should remember that Auschwitz concentration camp was liberated by the Soviet Red Army in 1945. And I'm saying this because um, after all the atrocities uh, done by Nazi Germany, the idea of human rights emerged stronger in the world. And human rights and human dignity are one of the key values in which European Union was founded. And I think this is quite important to recognize um, in the context of culture. I think this is a good opportunity for Novi Sad to engage various groups of people, especially marginalized ones, and open questions on how to make connections, not just with people in um, Europe, but with our own neighbors, and to open questions on um, how can we be together as beings with different sets of values, and still be open to recognize our own common values and speak more about them. And I see this four bridges and eight arches um, 
uh, of uh, Novi Sad European Capital of Culture as a symbol, uh, that they symbolize these connections. I see the potential in this. Mm. And I also hope that this will um, be recognized in the context of European integrations, since Novi Sad is the first city, as I know, outside European Union um, that was um, declared European capital of culture. So mm. in overall, I, I feel hope and I see the big potential, but yes. Mm. Yeah. I, I've, I've had the same hope. Um, and, and speaking of human rights and common values, um, this project that you're leading, ReWomen, is a feminist project. Um, can you tell us uh, something a bit about it? Yes. Uh, well, ReWomen project is supported by Europe for Citizens program. We have a network of partners from 10 countries um, that are from EU and Western Balkan countries and 18 organizations. And with the sub-program European Remembrance, we are marking that 20 years ago, European Union declared, um, um, declared the Charter on um, uh, Fundamental Human Rights. So we want to commemorate this in two ways, by, um, by creating the international documentary exhibition on women's liberation movement in Europe, and also by organizing international conference titled Legacy of European Women's Liberation Movement. And why Women's Liberation Movement? Um, it is because it is one of the most significant human rights movements in the 20th century, because women are the largest social group discriminated for different mm -hmm. fundamental human rights. Um, and Women's Liberation Movement can actually be understood as a collective struggle for equality. It is important to understand that um, during Women's Liberation Movement, women didn't fight only for all women, but also for all other discriminated social groups. And, and ju just, to, just to put it in the context, this uh, women's liberation movement, it's after the first wave of feminism, right? Yes, it, this, is, this can be considered as a second wave of feminism. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Right. During um, the, after the 60s. What? Yeah. After the 60s, right? That's the yes. timeline. Yes. Yeah. And we are mostly familiar when we speak about women's liberation movement, we are um, usually thinking about what was happening in America. And this is why this exhibition is about women's liberation movement in Europe, because we are not familiar with that, especially in Western, Western Balkan countries. Yeah. And we have um, rich history with very important events mm. that we are not, um, they can mm. be very encouraging to know, but we don't know about them. And yes, we also want to know, to make people know what were women fighting for after they won their right to vote, to yeah. earn money, <clears throat> to earn money, to, to work and to have education. Because as you probably know, this is the question that is opening all the time. Like what are, yeah. what are women fighting for today? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. There's the sense that like feminism has done its done its duty and now we can go on living equally but that's not really what happened um so um like for me this side of history is it, it is unknown and you don't learn about it in in school or at you know university level um do you know of some like particular example maybe from this region of ours that made you like want to do this project like of a woman who did, or a movement of women who did something extraordinary? Well, <laughs> um, 
there are, uh, we wanted to mark some topics that we found very specific for women's liberation movement. For example, um, when domestic violence against women was recognized as a crime and not some private issue, first SOS helplines were for women were opened. Also, unpaid labor um, was for the first time uh, recognized. Um, housework, taking care of children and el elderly people was recognized as um, unpaid labor of women and not something that women are just predestined to do. Also, uh, with the topic body politics, we, we are marking the feminist critique of patriarchal stand standards of beauty and how women and girls are presented in media, art, etc. We marked abortion rights initiatives. Um, we also marked first um, women's studies um, that were established and uh, feminist theory publications, uh, peace initiatives that happened all around Europe. Mm. Um, and what is important to, to say also is that all these things that happened, um, women are fighting for those rights even today. And this mm. is the, these fights are not won. Um, mm. The fight should be continuous. We have example of what is happening in Poland and so on with the abortion rights. So um, this is continuous, um, continuous fight. Yeah, th there's the, there's a sense that like we we see a regression, not a progression in in women's rights. You know, like in Poland, there yes. there the, the 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 right to abortion has been restricted and so on. So, um, okay, so a lot of these stories are unknown. Um, but what exactly do you aim to accomplish by highlighting them first in Novisad and then later on in other cities? Yeah. Okay, well, um, the goal is to engage, um, to reach out uh, to wide range uh, of audience, but especially young girls, um, women that work in flea markets and so on, um, inform them by using simple language about important historical turning points in the history of women's liberation movement to engage them, inspire and encourage them to continue their own research on these topics on one hand, and also to um, inspire them to question what does being a woman mean to them? Mm. So this is not a um, exhibition that we will make, is not uh, addressed for to um, <clears throat> feminists and other edu high, highly right. educated people, it is, we want to approach uh, to people, uh, to the ordinary people. We also want to reach to teenage boys and older men because this is all about coming together in solidarity. Mm. Bell Hooks said that feminism has no gender and I agree on that. And my hope is that people will recognize that feminism and women's liberation movement are against patriarchal system, not against men. So this is, and this exhibition will be, uh, uh, we want to uh, go out of the galleries and we want to uh, go in different outdoor and indoor spaces where mm. we can, where young girls especially will be um, easily approached. Right. And, and you talk about like engaging teenage boys, young, young men, young women who maybe don't know exactly what feminism stands for. Um, do you think 
feminism is a taboo topic today still in Serbia, in the rest of the Western Balkans, like, uh, or are there also like topics which make it less relevant today? Like, for example, LGBT rights, LGBT plus uh, rights are also popular right now. Does, does that make feminism less relevant? Uh, no. <laughs> um, um, but when mentioning the feminism, I think it depends on what we name as feminism. There are various feminisms. And someone can, for example, see Beyonce as a feminist. But there are so many pop icons that are actually profiting on feminism and also excluding some women. So this uh, patriarchal and hierarch hierarchical uh, pattern is still there. Right. Um, so it is good to question why artists, for example, like Patti Smith or Annie Lennox, aren't popular among youngsters anymore. Who is deciding on what what will be the trend and what will be popular? and who will be declared the next uh, feminism, uh, feminist icon. Right. Um, but besides that, uh, uh, what, what I can see in our country and in the rest of the world is that young girls are um, encouraged to speak more, um, more than ever about um, various for forms of violence. Um, mm. And this is really encouraging. New generations are learning how to be politically engaged and to fight for a change in legislations and also open debates on how to build healthy relationships where women are truly equal, not just in professional, but also in private setting with men. Mm. And I think that these engagements are a result of um, all the campaigns uh, made by women's NGO sector. Um, and I see this as a good way to address all unsatisfactions that women and young girls are facing. So let, let's talk about it then. Like, let's imagine you were one of these young women who just saw one of these re-women exhibitions, you know, um, during the capital of culture. Um, and um, you want to learn more. You know, th this is just a starting uh, jump, jumping off point, right? Um, where do you go? What are some accessible resources on feminism, which is not not exactly like um, discounting all those books which have been written, but um, you know they are kind of inaccessible, written by you know academic uh, people using academic language and so on. Like, where do young people go to inform themselves now? Well, um, I would for sure uh, recommend uh, approaching to um, Center for Women's Studies in Belgrade. They have this alternative program, two-master alternative program, and they also have um, the online program as well. So mm -hmm. I think that this would be the most appropriate um, way um, to go. Right, right. Um, so... Um... During the capital of culture, uh, during this year in Novi Sad, there will be um, loads of different activities, and Rewomen is only a small part of it. Um, what what does it feel like to be a part of this like bigger effort to enact social change? Like this is a huge effort by the whole city, basically, 
to show that we truly are European, we are ready for the future and, you know, um, let's do it. How does it feel? Well, on my personal and professional level, I feel empowered um, being part of this um, bigger effort. Mm. And I also think that most participants that participate in this project uh, feel the same because for most of them, this was their first time to engage in a European, Europe, uh, European Union project mm. and to open questions on, on women's issues. Um, this is also the first European project which Archives of Vojvodina is leading, uh, where uh, connections with institutions and organizations um, in Europe are made. So most of partners, uh, partner organizations on Women Project didn't engage in topics on women's history before, and this is their first time. Um, and I see that changes are happening from the inside of the institutions and the organizations as well as the outside. So it is it feels good to be part of uh, this kind of project. That's actually like good to hear because um, you're not actually uh, just educating the public. You're actually growing the capacities of these organizations and uh, yes. institutions in Serbia. That's quite that's quite cool to, to hear. Um, do you know of some other exhibition uh, that will be uh, presented during this year as part of European Capital of Culture? I know there's like a lot and uh, maybe not all information is out there, but like, do you know of some that you, sh you would recommend us check out? Yes, well, concerning that um, mostly youngsters will watch this i would definitely recommend um INET, that is socially engaged youth theater festival on various topics such as anti-fascism migrant crisis feminism ecology fake news and so on i would recommend uh, UPAD, uh one socially engaged theater festival where youngsters are actually selectors of theater plays um, there will be um, Know Your Rights Youth Exchange Program, um, the Autonomous Festival of Women, AFEG, um, maybe Media Labyrinth Exhibition about pro propaganda manipulation techniques is also something that is, I think, very important to see, not to miss. And also uh, Rally, actually, we call it SLET here, mm. uh, Alternative History of Europe. Um, and at this moment, there is an open call for all youngsters to participate. So I invite you to, to take a look at it. I hope uh, the uh, invitation is still open once this uh, yes, is yes, online. Yes, it's just open and I, I think it will be open for some time because okay, cool. uh, for this project, they need a lot, a lot of uh, youngsters. Cool. Um, I think we will list these, um, these um, projects in the description so people can check it out. Um, yeah. that, that sounds really cool. That That's like a lot. I, I don't even know about most of them. So like, it's cool. Um, so, okay, let's, let's uh, go back to being the 21 year old. You're still learning about feminism at the, um, uh, at various, uh, uh, educational programs um, and now you you have internalized this knowledge um, there are still prejudices about 
what the word feminist means and and uh, to to the public um i want to ask you like what does it mean for you um what do you do as an activist aside from you know doing this project um to spread the good word of feminism basically well if i imagine that i am 21 years old which means that i am a student at that point um, I would probably approach nearest feminist organizations or women's organizations and start uh, learning from them through volunteering mm -hmm. and sharing my thoughts and ideas um, for new projects and so on. So mm -hmm. it's hard for me to, to think about being 21 again, but this is the first thing that comes up to my mind. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I think it's a good it's a good uh, thing because there you will find like-minded people who will teach you and and guide you and offer you a sense of community. Let's say. Also, and with twenty one, uh, you don't know things uh, enough. You need to learn yeah. and need to have a support system. Yeah, I mean, I'm twenty five now, and like imagining what I knew at twenty one. It feels like a long time ago, and I don't know what I knew back then. So yeah, even even that small of a difference is, is big. Um, so there, there's this quote by a Nigerian author, and I hope I don't butcher this pronunciation, uh, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. She said, we should all be feminists. Do you agree? Of course, we should all um, be feminists. And we should because uh, we are all deeply hurt by patriarchal system, men also. Mm. And um, we all need feminist politics in order to heal um, society from all the trauma. Mm. And as Bell Hooks said, uh, feminism is not just uh, a lifestyle or ready-made identity or a role we play. Um, it is about struggle to end sexist oppression hmm. i think i think yeah you said it right like we should end uh, th this kind of oppression and and this systemic like discrimination yes. that is present everywhere and you know our systems societal systems we don't think about them as being sexist, sexist like by nature by intent but they're they're just blind to the needs of women young young women girls and and so on um so yeah um last question um this is a bit more light-hearted um do you know of any tv uh, tv show or a movie that you've seen lately that like focuses on this issue um, that you would recommend? Yes, I actually watched a couple of months ago a TV show Made. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say anything more. I just think that everyone should look at that, especially men. Mm. Um, it can be pretty triggering for women that experienced um, psychological violence or financial violence. Um, but also on the other hand, I have, for example, 10 year old daughter and I watched with her cartoon Breadwinner and Persepolis and she's blown away by those cartoons. Um, 
animated movies, so to say. Um, and they are addressing these issues in a very popular, uh, popular way. So it's recommended also for teenagers and youngsters uh, and actually for everyone. So Breadwinner, uh, Persepolis and Maid is something that is first coming up to my mind. Sure, sure. Those are good, uh, good recommendations. Uh, we will be sure to put them in the description. Um, thank you, thank you, Alexandra, for your time. Um, it's been a, it's been a good time talking to you, um, and uh, I hope uh, we see you again. Thank you for this interview. It was very um, uh, interesting to think about um, the things that you asked me and to speak with you. Sure, no problem. <laughs> see you. And uh, everyone uh, who's uh, watching, you can be sure to follow uh, We Balkans on Instagram and Facebook and uh, to check out the latest news from us. Uh, see you soon. Bye bye.